0: You're listening to Hot Points, adult industry insights and conversations. I'm your host, Five Star. Like many businesses, porn production comes with more than its fair share of challenges. Improvements in technology mean that more and more performers are picking up cameras and producing their own content. With this in mind, while I was at the Phoenix Forum, I interviewed one of the most prolific performer-producers I know, Lance Hart. In this episode, Lance shares tips for producing and trading content, reveals the biggest mistake he ever made as a producer, and talks about why he got into the industry to begin with. Well, for me, it was kind of like I tried a
1: lot of jobs and uh, went to college, all that shit, and I wasn't really great at anything, you know? <laughs> and, uh,
0: I find that surprising. I mean, it wasn't. It,
1: I got fired a lot. I got... I was... Uh, uh, late bloomer type, you know what I mean? So I started porn when I was 27. Kind of glad I did because I think I would not have been mature enough. It's an adult business like in a lot of senses. It's like a cross between like being a construction contractor. You have to show up prepared with your stuff on time and pay attention and not step on other people's toes who are also working on stuff. You know what I mean? Like you got to be a grown-up. Anyway, yeah, I just kind of sucked at everything else so I did porn. Um,
0: and you're so good at it. Well, thanks. <laughs> it just kind of found, it's one of those things you, I was just very fortunate to
1: find something that I really enjoy, that I'm at least good enough at it to where people buy my stuff. I filmed some stuff at home with a really crappy camcorder, put it on clips for sale, and I didn't know if this would work. This really cute girl showed up that was like my neighbor, as it turns out, Mm -hmm. and uh, adore. I mean, it's hot, like would have been a superstar in porn. I only had like 2,000 bucks to my name, which was actually bill money. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was not like- It wasn't porn money. It was not money to be spent on my new little venture here, you know? Uh And I just gave her all of it. I mean, no other successes to point at in life. And I was like, what if this is it? What if porn works for me? You know? And and it fucking did. It, who you knew? took a leap of faith. It was a leap of faith with a boner, you know? <laughs> and uh, and I didn't want to do anything. She, I was like, look, we don't have to do sex. You don't have to get naked. I mean, we can do whatever. St- the bar is low. I don't want you to feel like you're doing something, you know, you're going to regret. Because this is going to end up all over the Internet, right. you know? And she was like, well, "What do we just do? Like hand jobs?" And then I went over some fetishes that I thought sold well in clips for sale that turned me on. Uh-huh. So we did ball busting, face sitting, foot worship. And she was great. Anyway, it made it made it made all my money back. Uh, but the clips for sale payout was like uh, a month away. Right. You know, we used to pay out one month ahead of time, so I wasn't gonna make bills, even though I had this like eight thousand dollar payout coming my way. You know wow. what I mean? And I was. And that was. Is that the golden age of clips? That's when clips were well. The competition was very low. Uh-huh. No one was doing femdom with girls in like yoga pants. You know right. what i mean it was if it was femdom you got the niche it was a dungeon with leather and yes mistress yes master your slave you worm blah, blah, blah. so when i put up a really hot girl next door girl wearing tight stuff doing ball busting and hand jobs and come eating and da, 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 it just boom just right there immediate top 50 store so it was super cool but i was super screwed still because i couldn't pay bills because i was an idiot and i spent all my money on my first porn um So I made a huge mistake. I paid for it for like seven years. A buddy of mine had a bunch of money and he had started his own business. He's an entrepreneur. You know, Mm -hmm. he's an example of success. And he said, let me invest in your business. And I was just desperate to pay bills and pay off some credit cards. Mm -hmm. So he gave me $5,000 and then he owned 30%. And then we started an LLC because I didn't even know how to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, so now he was a managing partner on my LLC. We had equal votes, even though I got 70% of the money. You know okay. what I mean? Because yeah, you were doing, all, doing the work. all the work. I was doing all the work. And he put in 5,000 and he said, I'll put in up to 50,000, but all he ever gave me was 5,000. Cause it was all we ever needed. Immediately we're making a profit the next month, 6,000 uh-huh. next month, you uh-huh. know, 15 and da 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 It was great. But now I'm married to this guy and he was my friend. So it was cool until it wasn't. And this is what the big lesson I tell other porn people is uh, don't be lazy, don't cut corners, and get a partner right away just because it's easy. It costs way more than five grand to get rid of them. I started that process about a year and a half ago, uh-huh. and I'm st- I'm almost done. That's how much of a pain in the ass it is. And I've spent forty thousand so far on just getting rid of them. And so many people, they start they, they it's a husband wife or a wife wife uh-huh. or husband husband, and they are like, well, let's do this together, baby, but. You don't have to do it that way, you know what I mean? You can keep it separate. My wife Charlotte and I, were both porn performers. She makes her own content, I make my own content. We are completely financially separate. So if like, she needed help with her merchandise site, her t-shirt business, and I happen to know that I could fix the problem that she needed help with. And it cost some money and some time. And she was like, well, I can give you a part of my business for that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, How about be in four of my videos for free? You yeah. know what I mean? So then I get Charlotte Sartre and my Sweet Femdom video for free. That would cost $1,000. Right. And, and to her, it's like, whatever, I'm already home. And we're shooting it. That <laughs> <It> just <laughs> means I got to put out makeup. But it adds major value to me. That's teamwork. Right. That's like positive, healthy teamwork.
0: Let's talk about trade. Yeah. So you are encouraging trade. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool thing that has happened because you don't have to have the startup capital yeah. um, to start acquiring content. Right. But I know a lot of performers who've had issues when doing trade yeah so do you have any recommendations for how to have a successful trade shoot day
1: definitely use model releases like yes
0: because if there's any disputes between whoever you're doing trade with and right now like legally they're not enforcing 2257 yeah but if they ever go back and decide to do that you have to prove that everyone you're shooting with is over 18. Um, you never know what's going to happen could happen
1: and then oh man yeah that would be bad Totally. So keep good records. I'd say keep good records. I do spreadsheets where like one column is the clip title. I name the file, the clip title. The written description I wrote, I write it in a word processor and copy it into the spreadsheet. Cause you're going to need that later when you did, you say you started a mini vids and you were doing okay. Then someone points out like you do a lot of like step, like taboo shit. Maybe you do well on clips for sale. And you're like, oh, maybe and you think about it for a year and then finally you fucking do it. You don't want retype descriptions. You know, that's yeah. going to take you forever. So description and then columns for everywhere I've put the clip. Uh-huh. So Clips for Sale X, my membership site X, uh, Pornhub uh, Premium X. You just need a simple spreadsheet and, I, and you can't slack on it ever. Like, like, oh, I posted something, I'll put it on the spreadsheet later because you'll forget. You know yeah. what I mean? It, you have to live and die by it. If you do, it takes a minute of effort to like add that to your day. Man, it saved me so much pain in the ass shit. And I just see so many people spinning their wheels and not making money. But they're trading all the time yeah you know the trick is pay for a shoot yourself first and then you have something to say that tra- just trade was worth it or not right because a lot of times i'll book a girl to come work for sweet femdom and then she'll get booked for trade with like a, a big big star porn guy in vegas and they're super excited about it and they're like oh this dick was great because he he's a great performer and is like really good sex And I'll ask them the next time they come out, so what did you, how was the content with so-and-so? I haven't made any money on that. You know what I mean? Uh, So they work for free, Which so if you just want to get decked down, cool, go do that, you know, but so many people don't make any money on their trades. You know? So
0: um, this is something that I've been talking about with other producers who are looking at what's happening with trade and seeing the benefits for performers, which I think most producers from like bigger companies are really excited that performers are able to make their own content and make an income from that because yeah. there are so many performers out there that we can't book everybody all the time. Yeah. So it's good for them to have that supplemental income. We encourage it. You know, yeah. if people want to do that. And we've been kind of talking about the downsides to it. One of the questions that came up was exactly what you brought up. What happens when a more famous person yeah. does trade with someone who's not famous and who actually makes the money from that? And, you know, there's two sides of the coin, right? Maybe the person who um, is less famous will get more exposure Right, because they're working with a famous person, but they're not gonna get the sales. So
1: when I was newer, Bailey J moved to Tampa. And where I, I lived in Tampa and Bailey J, always thought was like the hottest, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And she is, and she just is. And uh, so she moved to Tampa. We just ended up being kind of friends. And, um, and she's like, well, let's do a shoot. I've never worked with a guy before. And I'm like already like I'd be the only guy that's ever worked with Bailey J. <laughs> what you know? But she's used to sharing traits, right? Someone like Bailey J. is like in my head superstar. You know what I mean? Like I'm like middle of the road, and I'm like she's been on TV. She's da da da. It's a big deal. Ah, I don't want to just not do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Even though she's the sweetest person ever, and just not the last thing she'd want to do is intimidate me. I'm I'm saying what I would, what my head was doing. You yeah. Know, was I'm scared to ask for exclusive because it's Bailey J. You know, but I'm really glad I did. I just stuck to my guns and I was like, okay, really, really want to do this. I can't share it. I've just had experience after experience where it just gets weird for one of the parties. And she kind of was used to trading and honestly, probably didn't want to do two scenes in the same day. because she's used to doing one. So why the fuck, you know? So she pushed back a little bit like, are you sure? Because our markets are different. I mostly do Snapchat and this and that and my site and I don't see how it would. And I was like, ah, I got to stick to my guns. I really want to do this or we could just go get food instead you know like a yeah. really uh, like you have to do in business just get up and walk away if it's you know um, it's not if it's not a good deal and and so she was like all right all right we can trade exclusive but it's gonna be hard for me to top you twice and i'm not gonna bottom uh so we'll do a blow job for yours and then fuck scene for mine and i was like I'll take it. You know what I mean? And on another, if it wasn't Bailey J, I'd be like, that doesn't sound fair. You get the fuck scene, I get the blowjob, but it's Bailey J. So that Bailey J clip, it was my top selling thing for three years in a row. Wow. And it was just one blowjob. It was a five minute clip. Uh, We put very little effort into it. But Mm -hmm. because it's superstar Bailey J, and it's the only clip of a guy sucking her dick, I guess, on the internet. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. So if someone types Bailey J blowjob mail, then they get that. I'm so glad I stuck to my guns on that. And of course, we're still friends. And everything. course, cool. she's a business person. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. People, if if they're really pushing back and dicks about that, you don't want to work with them.
0: Yeah. You know. They might not even be dicks. It just might not be the right. Yeah. Trait. So just
1: just hold your stick to your guns and do exclusive. My friend Sarah Diavolo. When I trade with her, we do what day for her, a day for me, because yeah. we trust each other. Yeah. So we're good friends. We. She was at my wedding. You know what I mean? Like people like that, you can stretch it out. You know, and I stayed an extra day. I paid for an extra night in the hotel. Yeah. It was more effort for sure. But she got four scenes. I got four scenes. That's awesome. And I came twice in both days. So it was a lot of hard work. Because you're a professional. I'm professional. And she's it's hot. She turned me on. You know what I mean? So that helps. But uh, it was way better than cramming it all in one day or sharing anything. And we both shoot femdom. I mean, we totally could have shared it and I could have been like, I'll just use my membership site, I'll just use my clips for sale, and then could have done that, but we instead we each got
0: four clips. And that's more valuable. Um, And I think that also the other value is when you make it clear who is getting what and you have exclusive content, you're not gonna have as many disagreements down the road. In fact, you might even save your friendship. There's different things that we do as producers to establish consent on set. Yeah. Things I can think of off the top of my head are really explicit booking requests. Yeah. Like, this is what we're going to do that day. We're going to aim for this. Many clips. These kinds of sex acts are going to be in it. These are the performers that you're going to be working with. Right. That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that helps. Little things like, I I have a camera guy I can use. Or if you prefer... We can use yours. Nor- normally one of you is traveling, at least mm-hmm. often one of you is traveling. So you might be like, well, this is my town. So uh, it's courteous to be like, it's my town. I'll find the camera guy. Yeah. But we're going to split his rate. I'll have a fresh test. You know what I mean? Or a 14-day you know, test. Yeah. Um, please have one too. So yeah.
0: definitely negotiate safer sex yeah, practices. Yeah. yeah, totally. And if it's on the side of the industry that uses pass, use pass. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think. Cool. Yeah awesome cool um any last thoughts i don't
1: know yeah make
0: porn yeah a lot of people don't turn the like in
1: real film too they just don't turn the camera on yeah They're like oh, i'll don't. i do it later my hair doesn't look right or i'll do it when i have a better camera i'll do it when i have the right set i, w- I want my logo to be perfect before i start my own little mini porn production and they never make money you know what i mean yeah these may have a shitty logo and a shitty camera and the electrical cords and clutter in your kitchen in the background and lighting's terrible start with that
0: yeah just do it
1: no one's gonna judge no one's gonna be like "Ooh, in fact jerk it's, off to it's it. a genre or and you know post it shitty and then ask your fans like hey this is my first shot at it i know it's a little duct tape together want to buy me equipment you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> go put a spin on it you know just start you know
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending this time here with me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And oh, if people want to find you, where do they find you? They
1: go to, we'll just go to pervout.com and it's got my links to everything. Awesome. Pervout.com. Sweet. Yep. All right. All
0: right. Thanks. Bye Bye bye. Bye. Thanks again to Lance Hart for his time and wisdom. There were a couple of topics briefly mentioned in this episode that warrant further discussion, specifically 2257 record keeping requirements and PASS. The industry testing protocols. If you're producing adult content, check out the Free Speech Coalition website and consider becoming a member to learn more about these important legal issues so you can better protect yourself. FSC can also help connect you with industry-specific legal counsel. We will be discussing 2257, past, and related issues in future episodes of Hot Points. I'm Five Star, and thanks for listening.